right, everybody, welcome to another What's What's BR. We have Blythe from WRKF. She is here with us. She is an underwriting, correct? Is that yes, the term? the underwriting representative, which sounds like I sell insurance, but it's actually corporate support. We're a nonprofit station, so we don't sell advertising. We sell underwriting. Gotcha. So it's not insurance. You're not the underwriter at the bank. So we all are looking for loans right now. We don't come find you there. No. So no. could not help you. <laughs> Complete opposite of the way. When we find you, we need to give you, you know, some money to underwrite content. That's right. that's right. Yes. So, so uh, you know, a little bit about WBARKF. We are the NPR station for Baton Rouge. So we've been around for 40 years. And um, NPR is a, you know, a source for uh, content. It's, you know, news throughout not only the nation, but the world. We have reporters all over the place. And so uh, WRKF is actually a member station of NPR. And so we air their content. And then in addition to that, we, we produce local content. That's awesome. And you guys are right there off of College Drive, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Right, over, right in the middle of town and right in the middle of everything. So Tell me, with all of the crazy, you look like you're at home, not at a radio station. So you guys are obviously distributed, um, what I've been calling uh, isolation separation. So what, um, how is that kind of working for everybody right now when you've got a radio station to operate? Yeah, so we have, um, our station is really small. We probably have, gosh, about seven employees. Um, And Obviously, we have on-air people, so we have our morning edition host, Karen Henderson, who comes in um, from like 5 to 9.30 or so, and then we have our All Things Considered host who comes in in the afternoons, and so, you know, they have to be there. They can't do that remotely, but, uh, you know, I'm in sales, and so I can do that from anywhere, and and so our front office people, um, you know, early on, you know, probably March 16th or so, we've kind of just figured out how to all operate from home so that uh, when our people who had to be in the station came in, there was just less risk of, you know, contact with other people. So it's been going pretty well, actually. Um, You know, we kind of email each other like, hey, we need to, you know, go into the office real quick. Is anybody going to be there? And and so we kind of work it out that way. But yeah, and I haven't had a problem at all with it. And so, and our on-air people are are happy that we're not there. <laughs> yep, they're able to get in, do what they want and get out, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. And uh, so we also have, you know, reporters and uh, I, I think for them, it's been a little bit trickier. They have equipment and stuff so they can record from home. So I've heard that they've, you know, closed themselves in closets, put sheets over their heads and done all the things to kind of try to help with the sound, uh, but they're making it work as well. I heard I was talking to someone the other day and I heard one of the best things, the tips you can give them. I'm not a sound person and obviously we can tell by this production quality. I don't know what I'm doing, but sitting in a room with the door closed in what they call a weighted blanket. They have these like weighted blankets. They're like you buy them and they might be like as a 25 pound blanket. And it's not meant for this. It's meant people just want the weight, I guess, when they sleep. But someone was telling me they put it over themselves and they sat there, you know, and recorded their podcast, you know, the whole time with a weighted blanket. I'll share that. I've seen, I've seen infomercials or whatever for these things. It sounds horrible. (laughs) Why would you want somebody sitting on you? Yeah. It's like being smothered your whole time you're sleeping. I don't get it either. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me for everybody who doesn't know, 
the NPR, the programming, you guys, it's, this is full blown radio. This is all day. The station, you know, how do they find it, you know, right here in Baton Rouge? So we are on the dial at 89.3. We also stream the station at our website at wbarkf.org. But uh, yeah, it's a 24-7 operation. Um, we have uh, a local program that airs weekdays from 9 to 10. That's the Jim Inkster Show and um, our Talk Louisiana with Jim Inkster. Um, and it's uh, produced here. We, Jim interviews, you know, local lawmakers, um, you know, people in the community who were, uh, you know, helping with this whole, I mean, really coronavirus is on top of everybody's mind right now, right? And so um, his show, because it's calling, gives people the opportunity to ask questions and, you know, really kind of get down to, you know, what's on their mind and what are they concerned about and actually speak with these people. Um, the other thing we do is we air Ask the Governor with um, John Bell Edwards. And so that's actually going to air today. What's today? Wednesday, the 15th. So it airs mon monthly, but um, 2 p.m. And so uh, John Bell gets on air and, and people get to ask him anything they want to ask him, which I think is really cool of him. That sounds like it'd be a fun job to be a screener today. You know, <laughs> when that happens, I'm sure there is a number of people that have really got some questions for that man. So Yeah, yeah, um, it's interesting. And he, I mean, look, he's a tough guy because he takes them all, you know, and sometimes they're not, to, not easy questions. Wow, I would not want to be in those shoes right now. So yeah. tell me, that's interesting. So I can imagine traffic is up for you guys, you know, web traffic, re, you know, listeners, mm -hmm. you know, radio, all streaming, everything. That's everybody I talk to, just digital is up, 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 you know, Absolutely. all over the place. I read a statistic the other day. The latest was usually people were spending around like 2.3 hours, you know, on social media and streaming. And it's now moved to like 7.8 was the last yeah. I heard. And it's like, that is incredible. Like, what are people doing? You know, they're sitting yeah. at home just doing that. I'm guilty of that for sure. Um, yes. So actually, you know, NPR is a, is a trusted source of, of news and information. Um, during times of crisis and you know major news events throughout the country people really tune to their public radio stations and so yes listening is definitely up for us um we uh you know have local reporters so not only are we hearing how uh this is affecting New York, you know, or what's going on in Italy and Spain, but, but we have reporters on the ground in New Orleans. And so we're getting a lot of, you know, firsthand information straight out of, of New Orleans. And so um, we post those stories on our Facebook and on our website. Um, I think our website from, you know, March of 2019 to, to this past March uh, had a, over a 200% increase in uh, wow. visitors. So listening um, through our streams is all up. Uh, and then just the Facebook interactions. I mean, you know, we would get people who would like or comment or share every now and then, you know, but right now, like all of our stories are, are being interacted with. Um, so yeah, it's a big time for, for public radio um, because of the, the time that, you know, NPR stations really take with their stories. Um, they're, you know, vetted. Uh, and truthful and, and you know that it you know you're not getting a lot of this fake news that's kind of run rampant unfortunately that's I've seen a lot of, that's what the first thing I was thinking you know when you were saying you know boots on the ground you know in New Orleans and then I was thinking 
you know, you're not in a high pressure cooker newsroom where it's like, we just have to, you know, push something out. Obviously we want to get it out of town timely, but like you said, you, it can be vetted. It's trusted. It's people, you know, it's not some tweet that someone put out, you know, of right. something happening and somebody just takes it and runs with it and does the, you know, it's, well, we'll ask for forgiveness rather than permission, you know, right. which is happens way too often these days. So absolutely. I think yeah, that, we try uh, not to be sound bites. We try to be actual long form informational stories. More steak, less sizzle. <laughs> I <Sure>. like it. <laughs> Um, so tell me, how is, uh, we're all in the space, we're working with, whether it's, you know, underwriting, advertising, sales, there's a culture out there. What are you seeing with, you know, your underwriters, other people call advertisers? I've heard, you know, the space has been okay. hit hard. Obviously, a lot of people are, you know, wondering where that is, or are you still able to, you know, are you reaching, you know, underwriters or advertisers? Mm -hmm. Are they talking? Are you hearing, you know, what do you hear kind of boots on the ground, you know, yeah, from so, your side of the table? Uh, early on, kind of in the beginning, it was just really reaching out to our current underwriters um, and making sure, you know, first of all, that they were doing okay. And, um, you know, and then helping them form messages that were, um, you know, pertinent to what's going on right now, just making sure that it fit the tone of the time. Um, and so, you know, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of nonprofits who underwrite on the station. Um, so obviously those, you know, the museums and, uh, you know, the symphony and the concerts, the plays, they've all, you know, have been canceled. And so those people have come off, off the station. But as far as, you know, day-to-day -day businesses, you know, B2B businesses, like they're all still operating. I mean, business is still happening in town. And so um, I think it's more important now to, to let people know what it is you're doing and, and how your business is adjusting to continue to serve your clients and customers. And so, um, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of new people come on, you mm -hmm. know, because I think people are kind of trying to figure out, you know, what's happening. And, uh, but it sounds like, you know, the people that I've spoken to are, are not pulling their, their advertising campaigns as much as just kind of, you know, tailoring it to fit what's going That's, on currently. I've been telling, uh, I've spoken with a lot of our, you know, advertisers as well. And, we're not seeing it either. You know, a lot of that, just the vacuum, it's not just kind of drying up and running. We do see people that are waiting, but one thing I've been, you know, talking to people about is, you know, our lives are completely different. The, our businesses are completely different. The way we do business is completely different. And we have to communicate that out to people. That's one of the reasons why we started, you know, what's what we are here is to give people a format to where, you know, we can get information out. This is unscripted. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know, you know, how things, you know, are going to go, but it's an easy way for people to continue business because it's still happening out there. It's, Absolutely. this is the time we all pivot as companies and see, you know, one, first and foremost, how can we help, you know, and two, you know, what we can do, you know, for our community, you know, and, sure. and our advertisers and our employees and everyone. So I think it's, it's good to hear. It's reassuring. I'm hearing a lot of that. I don't hear it a lot mm -hmm. of other places, but, you know, getting down to the one-to-one, -one, the one-to-six, you know, conversations, the panels, hearing that, yes, people are, it's changed the message, adapt a little bit different, or let's educate mm -hmm. in this area. So it's doing well, you know. I think, the other uh, thing is, 
is, you know, I mean, obviously this is a, t a very difficult time, you know, but I would say there's a lot of positive that's coming out of it. I mean, there are businesses who are really changing the way they do things like, you know, just think for instance, like, um, you know, we have museums who cannot be open, but like West Baton Rouge Museum, uh, LSU Museum of Art, Baton Rouge Gallery, Louisiana Old State Capitol, all of these people, even though their doors are not open, you can go to their websites and now they have these virtual tours. They're doing, you know, like really cool things for kids, um, you know, like art projects. Baton Rouge Gallery has this like flat curve gallery where you submit the art that you've created during this time. And, and so while, you know, we're socially distancing right now, I think, um, you know, it's really bringing communities together, you know, in a way that we haven't been together. I think it's, um, I think there's gonna be a lot of positive on the other end of this. You know, we've got people, we're spending time with our families more. We're learning to connect more. I've actually even heard, I've got a really good friend who uh, owns some publications over in Los Angeles. And he was like, Brandon, I can go to my office and I can see clearly the city, like literally yes. some of the, you know, the, you know, the pollution. He's like, it's leaving, you know, he's like, I get a clear view. I've never seen it so nice, but to be able to spend the time with our families and then for us businesses to learn that, you know, when we can look back and go, man, we made it a month, we made it six weeks with sending people home and they worked, you know, and they did their jobs and they got on Zoom and they did things. Wouldn't that just make for a better quality of life if we all came back and was like, you know what, hey, Friday afternoons or Friday, you know, pick a day, you know, stay home. It's not that, you know, you don't, when you one day out of the office doesn't mean you lose 20% productivity, you know, at right. the end of the day. So I think we're all learning and I've done Zoom for years and a number of different businesses I've had. And, but in locally with a lot of local businesses I've worked with, never could I like, Hey, let's jump on a Zoom. You know, heck, you and yeah. I, you know, work together. We've known each other for years and we've never done a Zoom until today, no. but it's like in six weeks, I could send you an email. I'm like, Hey, let's hop on Zoom. You know, I'm tied up, but I just need 15 minutes to talk about a project. You know, yeah. that's a normal thing, you know, now. Absolutely. It was, actually, since Zoom has become like so on the forefront, I um, was actually talking to an attorney and, you know, finally taking care of wills and stuff. But anyway, he was like, hey, can we like uh, get together real quick? And I'm like, okay, like in person or do you want to Zoom? He was like, can, can we just talk on the phone? I was like, oh, yeah, that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, I think um, I've been in the tech space, you know, for years also, but um, one of the things that we always say you know you've made it in the tech space when your company becomes a verb and so yeah. when you know you need to you know let me google it or you know it's let's zoom is an option and yeah that's the same thing I did that the other day with somebody one of the one of my staff was like hey can we talk at three o'clock and I was like okay and then at like 305 I sent a message I'm like hey are you getting on the zoom they were like I was waiting on you to call and I was <laughs> like oh the phone Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's just so archaic, it seems like, but no. Right. So. And then just like, also like the happy hours, you know, like how many, yeah. have, are you doing this? Like the happy hours with your friends where you just. We, we did one with some friends the other night. Um, we did some, I think we were trying to do one with some of the staff. One of the best that I've heard that has been incredibly fun. And I've told my staff we were doing it and I forgot about it, but everyone doing when kind of bringing together and they're doing a show and tell because you're at home 
you've uh -huh. got all of your neat things. And so it's to bring something in and show everybody and tell, you know, and everybody goes yeah. around. You get to know a little bit about your, you know, coworkers. I did it with one group and, you know, this one guy was like, you know, he brought something from China. I was like, I've never, you've been there. He's like, I lived there. I'm like, I had no idea. So That's cool. Yeah. I have was, a friend here, her company, um, one of their, so they try to do something several times a week and, and one of their meetings is a, a family hour. So like you have your kids with you or your husband can be there. And so you get to like meet the family members and stuff. So again, things that we probably, you know, would never do in our normal business setting. And um, I, I saw, I forget who, I think it was, I didn't get the whole story. It was quickly. I saw it briefly this morning. Um, there's a company, the, they do like they sell llamas, you know, and I guess that's a business because you've got to get a llama, you know, and you know, so somebody somewhere selling llamas, but obviously that from what I understand, the llama business is being impacted with COVID-19, but they've gotten creative and uh -huh. for like a hundred dollars, you can invite a llama to your zoom and they have a camera and it's just to okay. lighten up the mood. You know, you've got a llama that's, you know, part of your, you know, meeting with everyone. Yeah. So. That's funny. Never would have thought it in all my life. Best hundred dollars you'll ever spend. <laughs> and you're helping, you know, the llama farmer, veterinarian, whatever he tends to be. And so, yeah. yeah. So it sounds like things are good. You know, WRKF, we've got some good, unbiased, non pressure cooker, you know, content, vetted content from people on the ground. You're still talking with underwriters, hearing good things. So the sky is not falling as fast. You know, maybe it's, it's not good times. Yeah. I'm not making light of it by any means, yeah. but it's also, I think it's important to hear that there are, you know, some good things still happening out there. I think so. And, and the other thing I, I think right now is that people are really concerned about our economy. They're concerned about our local businesses. And so I see a lot of, you know, community support for local businesses. And so I hope there's, you know, that shift, um, as you know, we go back into normal life, that people are more mindful about who they're buying from, and that um, you know we we stay with this desire to support the businesses in our community. Absolutely, I've been I've talked with so many restaurant owners and people, and to you know hear you know some of these guys, these owners are in the kitchen, you know, cooking themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and giving the money back, you know, to their staff that you know can't do anything, and so. I think yeah. it gives a whole new meaning to uh, the term that everybody t loosely tosses around, but, you know, shop local, you know, we always mm -hmm. say it and we try to say it, but I think that's more important now, you know, really than ever, you know, to really help, you know, with our community and what these people are doing to keep people on payroll and to keep, you know, you're, you're fighting as business owners to keep people on payroll, readapt and pivot your business at the same time to find and other people to help. And I think that's, that's what we found. That's what, you know, we try to do here, you know, on the what's what to bring awareness to let people know, you know, that if they've got a message that they want to get out, that they can get in touch with you, you know, and you can get it out, you know, to your audience. It, it reminds me the old um, quote from Zig Ziglar, you can get anything you want in life as long as you help enough other people get what they want first. So I like that. Yeah. Might've butchered it a little bit, but um, I think the concept is there, but I think that's, you know, I've had a, I've always, you know, always kind of leave with how can I help? And I think if, you know, with us all with that mindset of how can we help, I think we all get through this, you know, and, and so yeah. well, anything else you can think that we need to, you know, let the world know because 
we well, have their attention. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I would just say, you know, obviously I work in news and so I hear you all the time, like what's happening, like we're hearing the numbers, we're, you know, and, and sometimes it can just feel a little daunting. Um, but I think, you know, there are still people out there who were, they're, they're looking for other things. They're looking for happy things. They're looking for things to do. And, um, you know, there are a lot of businesses out there who can help them. You know, they are, um, you know, take, you can take their minds off of the doom and the gloom, you know, and, and just kind of help them have some normalcy. And um, I, think, so I think it's just. Yeah, I think it's good sometimes to turn it off. I can't remember. I did it years ago. I might ought to do it again in the near future. I went and added up like all of like your major media, you know, sites and then your major media channels and was like, it was something like we had, you know, 200 something live hours of news in a 24 hour day, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like you sometimes just turning it off, you know, go outside. I love it in my neighborhood in the evenings, we get out with kids and we go, you know, ride bikes. And it's like, we used to do it like once in a blue moon, you know, I actually got my, uh, twins got the training wheels off they learned to ride bikes and so we would go before with training wheels now without them but it's like we're running into traffic jams people are getting out they're walking around mm -hmm. you know it's like they're on the sidewalk we've got to get off and so I think yeah. that's important you know it's people are getting back to letting I think maybe it's almost like this is a good way for everybody to realize that hey we can slow down just a little bit you know we can Absolutely. ease off and so mm -hmm. Well, look, I appreciate the time, you know, here as yeah. things change, I think we can begin if you want. Um, it's been fun, you know, trying to, yeah, you know, get the story of what's going on. Um, you've got an audience that is incredibly large. So if anybody's listening, you've got a message to get out, you know, get in touch with Blythe, you know, she can help you. It is, it's amazing, you know, what you guys Thank do you. over there and especially with the size team that you have. So Yes, we're tiny but mighty. <laughs> tiny but mighty, I like that. Yeah. All right, well, with that, I will give you back time in your day. Um, got the busy office running behind you. You know, it looks like over there, so. Um, yeah, I'm surprised my kid over. hasn't come and grabbed a snack yet, so. <laughs> That's, I get them every now and then, they bolt behind, and it's like, you know what, we're just gonna allow that to run, and we'll just, that's yeah. what's happening in everyone else's life. Yeah, so. it's life. Well, I'm just happy I got through this Zoom without one of those Zoom fails, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well hopefully the recording turned out well for us, so. Well, All right, you, until next time, everybody, thank you for being a part of this flight. Thank you, everyone, for watching, and uh, if anybody wants to take part, let us know. We're happy to talk to whoever we can. Everybody have a good day. Stay safe. Okay. Take care.